Under the ball in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And this week, we're going to talk about elongated schools: Peruvian, Egyptian, Incan, ancient schools that are a bit long, a bit cone-heady. A bit coney, cone-heady, uh, because and this sparks from us sharing a meme not long ago on our page. Which, if you don't follow, you should. You should indeed. Cutting through the ball in the post-truth apocalypse on Facebook, and uh, we posted a meme. Showing a a picture of old Rothschild from the side, and he's got a little bit of a bit of a cone thing going on. Bit of a cone head <laughs> going on, next to a picture of a, one of these ancient Peruvian cone head skulls, and some mad cunt. In fairness, he's liked a few posts since. Oh, has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's even madder than we thought. I think there was a picture of Shimon Perez as well, the old Israeli prime oh, minister. Uh, I think oh. that's probably what got his goat up. Right. Okay. But essentially, he then. We were making an ancient aliens joke, weren't we? Yeah, basically. Did the ancient bloodlines, Illuminati, lizard men, that type of thing. Yeah. That's what we do. But this fucker accused us of spreading dangerous propaganda. Racist propaganda. Racially insensitive Anti propaganda. Anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic propaganda. Which led me to, to the conclusion that maybe we should do a fucking episode on these fucking coneheads. Hopefully our mate's listening and you'll see our take on all this thing, which... I don't think we're going to mention Jews, Jews at all. <laughs> I don't think they're no. going to come into it. No, I mean, I never had an anti-Semitic. The Bernard Manning podcast has arrived. So yeah. In a way, in a way, that meme could have been taken if it was portrayed in a different light. The light we were portraying it in was a very much. Uh, yeah. Politely, let him a little bit of a knock. Let's just say um, if it was on a white power website, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It would have connotations, That's true. it? Because of the, the audience you're portraying it to, yeah. But we were more focused on the proven school. We didn't notice the Jewish link in the and beer. We're, and we're a conspiracy website, for fuck's sake. You know? And it's a joke. We're a piss take conspiracy yeah, exactly. site as well. We don't take yeah. any of it remotely <laughs> fucking seriously. Bomb the alien stuff. We don't take any of it remotely <laughs> seriously. <laughs> So yeah, that's why we're going to go on about these skulls. But if this is your first episode, we're going to do some weird news first. Yeah, that'll take us twenty minutes, half an hour maybe, and then we'll crack on with the uh, the main thrust of today's topic. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So what's the first weird news up? The Eastern Daily Press. I love this. Have you seen this? I know Mike's seen it. I have seen it. It's brilliant. Um, I haven't turned my house into a Japanese restaurant, Norwich Man claims. <laughs> now, there's a picture of the house. He's got a massive sign outside saying Orlando's. <laughs> I imagine it flashes. It, it lights up at night yeah, as well. Yeah, lights up at night. as well. And um, so let's scroll down. <coughs> He's claiming it's got a large illuminated sign on the front, a dedicated Facebook page and a phone number. It has all the hallmarks of a restaurant. Mm. 
But owner Orlando a... Williams today insists that his seven-bed house on uh, Earlham Road in Norwich is not eating, not operating as a Japanese eatery. Unhappy neighbours claim he's been running a restaurant inside the property since October last year without permission. It has led to Norwich City Council investigating the premises over a possible breach of planning regulations. But former restaurateur Mr Williams denies the allegations <laughs> against him. It doesn't help that he's wearing a fucking apron in the no, picture. it does it? not. There is a picture of it now. He has a little <laughs> sign on that nose. It's despite the installation of a large illuminated sign outside his house retreats, Orlando's, the word Sakura is also printed on the front door, which is the same name as his previous Japanese restaurant on Bear Street. It's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. When asked about the signage, Mr Williams said, All I do... I have my name on my house. There is no restaurant there. <laughs> In response to being asked about whether his property had been used as a restaurant, he added, What you are saying to me is wrong. A Facebook page for the uh, Sakura restaurant shows its location as the property on Earlham Road. The ad advertised restaurant, uh, restaurant number is also for Mr Williams. When the number was called, a person who answered confirmed the restaurant was at the uh, road address. Oh my life. <laughs> in fact, inside he's got seating for 15. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a large family. <laughs> he's like, I guess have parties. <laughs> I guess have parties, that's all. I entertain guests. It's not a restaurant. <laughs> uh, oh my god. The size described has gone off. I don't think it's that bad. Uh. I mean, I've seen worse things outside people's houses. Christmas tree, Christmas lights from the start. <laughs> well, clearly, you know, <laughs> they said, he's a bit of a cheeky chappy. Norwich City Council has made numerous visits to the property, but has not been able to establish whether or not it was being used as a working restaurant. Oh, for <laughs> sake, <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah, it's seating for 15. You don't need to be Colombo to work this one out. Colombo would have figured this out immediately. He's cooking for 15 people on his little four-hub cooker, is he? Or what? He must have some equipment in there. It must be fairly obvious. I like to think Unless he's a master of just emptying it all out no, on the day they turn up. The, well, the thing is, they'd probably have to give him some kind of notification, wouldn't yeah. they? Like, well, by the way, we're coming around Thursday at 2. Inspection. So he's like shifted everything out, put it in the shed, <laughs> band his old kitchen back in there, move the tables out, or he's got one of them buttons you press and the room switches round. <laughs> it rotates. Yeah. Clearly he's a cheeky bastard, isn't he? He is, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> no restaurant here. No restaurant here. You've got a massive sign outside with your name on. There's a Facebook page. <laughs> we rang and you said, yes, the restaurant is at this address. Seating for 15 and mood lighting. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, but I told you this before. I knew you were the press. <laughs> <laughs> what you say to me is wrong. I'm an honest man, I just like to have my name outside my house. If my name's a house, I've named it Orlando's, which is also my name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, well, you get away with this. <laughs> I named Benis. it after me. Could you just call it Benny's? Because <laughs> I'm awesome. Well, <laughs> well, they will have to contend with a dog walking around. Fair play to him having a go, but, um, you know... If I was a neighbour, I probably would be annoyed if next door's house just turned into a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a bit Especially when people are asking to a park when you drive. Yeah, and there was no like no no planning permission. I didn't I wasn't asked my opinion. But did you say he's uh, got a, a five bedroom house? 
five bedroom detached house. It was got a bit of money. This is a nice area, isn't it? I mean, yeah. all the houses like that. But right he hasn't got enough to rent. Like the, he hasn't got enough to lease an actual restaurant and have a house. So. He killed two birds with one yep. stone. He's been very entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial, yeah. Entrepreneurial. Enterprising, that's what I was trying to say. But I like him. That's genuinely my favourite article of the week. Stick it to it's the man. Be. Don't pay those business rates. Or the slaves that you've got working for you. From he Vietnam. may have illegal slaves. <laughs> He's probably got Vietnamese <laughs> slaves. How else does he move all that fucking catering equipment so quickly? Yeah. Oh, Miss Orlando, you want me to move kitchen? <laughs> yes, go Again? on. Again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you ever want to see sunlight. <laughs> right. What's the next one? That's fun. <laughs> Autonomous robot hit and killed by a self-driving Tesla car. What? <laughs> exactly. Robot on robot. Yeah, they're turned on each other. Hey. Good. <laughs> Two or- less cunts. <laughs> Robo cunts. In the world. An autonomous robot has been hit and irreparably damaged by a Tesla car operating in self-driving mode in Las Vegas. The $2,000 a day rental humanoid robot was struck ahead of a consumer electronics show technology conference taking place in Nevada, in the Nevada City. The company behind the robot, a Promobot, revealed one of its Model V4 products was killed by a Tesla Model S. However, many social media users have expressed scepticism over whether the incident was a PR stunt. Uh. Promobot claims that a number of robots were making their way to display booth around 7pm when one of them stepped in a line and into a parking lot roadway only to be smashed by the self-driving vehicle containing one passenger. Of course we are vexed, Oleg... Kivakurtsev, uh, <laughs> Promobot's development director, said of the incident. We bought this robot here from Philadelphia to participate at CES. No, it neither cannot participate in the event or be recovered. I call bullshit. I think they shoved their own robot into the path of the oncoming <laughs> Tesla car just to get this sort of coverage to be mentioned in the same breath as Tesla. And why did their robot just decide to stray out a line? Cause it was fucking shoved or like radio. It was programmed to do it. They well, doesn't autonomous this. mean that no one's controlling it? Yeah, the car's autonomous. No, so was the robot. Uh, they say autonomous, but come on. So, you mean like that Russian one that was a bloke in a suit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's some, somebody can control it and program it. Somebody's got to code it and all that, so it can be coded to run out in front of the Tesla fucking car, can't it? Why would they do that, though? Because you get your fucking name in the news uh, like this. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. have you ever heard of Promo Butt? I have not. Exactly. <laughs> because it got fucking smashed in the face by a Tesla. On my birthday, I'm going to hire some Promo Bots. They don't give hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> they used to freak you out. <laughs> no, they're all right, as long as I'm not trying to stab me. Or fucking... I'm going to program one to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't program a fucking digital watch. I could do a digital watch. The old uh, video recorder so, I talk with. You couldn't fucking program a robot to do anything to me. So anyway, back to program. Well, get them but... to do it. Oh, yeah. It won't be a serious stabbing. <laughs> you know, just in the shin, maybe. I found a flaw in your fantasy. Several <laughs> flaws. What's going on there? What's the end of this fucking wonderful story of robo on robo violence? Well, the Tesla continued driving only stopped 50 metres down the line. <laughs> there was nobody there, no men, no cars, said George Calderado, the Tesla passenger. I switched this Tesla thing into a self-driving mode and decided to move. And wow, a robot on the track. I thought that the flipper... Uh, whatever that is yeah. will come round 
but it bumped straightly into it. I'm so sorry, the robot looks cute, and my sincere apologies to the engineers. Oh, there's footage of the incident. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Right, so this is the uh, footage of the robot killed by, by the Tesla car. Oh, look at him. Well, that's hardly serious. And he's is that terrible. it? Just glanced him. It's nothing. Is that it? It's nothing. What the f- That looks like- It basically like just glanced past it's him. It's the shittest robot I've ever seen. It's that like looks like a shit Christmas decoration. Yeah, or a gay Dalek. This, they, <laughs> they have sexed up this fucking headline so yeah. much. It just clipped it, didn't Nothing it? Nothing smashed yeah. into anything. I was expecting like a full-on- All three of us here, any human could have survived that, what we yeah. just saw the robot take. It was, just, it was literally clipped at an incredibly low speed and it toppled over quite slowly. It was and if it's destroyed from that, it's a shit robot, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it is. What the fuck was it doing right there at the side of the road, anyway? Well, if all we've got to do is lightly clip them with cars, <laughs> we've got a problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm not so worried about this robot-bucalypse. Oh, man, I'm his sight set on being the leader of the revolution. I could just, like I said... Yeah, right. but this is just a prototype, isn't it? Ah, this is like the TY. Wait until ten years down the line, they've got if it, more advanced models. Look what happened to it when he got clipped by the wing mirror of that car. If I hit that at 50 in my van... That's going to be into a million pieces. I saw something so drifting in it. Run yeah. it down with the van. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what it is. Just run it down with the van. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Get it. You drive around some strange areas of this guys. Have you ever run anyone down Kid with speed that you didn't know was uh, oh, you didn't know what it was? Or? I've run over a couple of crackheads. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck's that? They, they just bounce off. That's <laughs> fine. Nobody misses them. Just keep on trucking. <laughs> Stop to take the crack, obviously. Uh, um, well, yeah. <laughs> Unless shoes. <laughs> and a small trophy for everybody. Yeah, you know, an ear. <laughs> it's got a bucket of ears in the van. <laughs> no one has my van. <laughs> I'll clean up the ear bucket. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> if in doubt, run it over. Seems to be your motto. <laughs> it's becoming a show motto. <laughs> that thing, that little pussy robot we've just seen, I would eviscerate that. Wow. <laughs> At like sort of 30 mile an hour. You know, eviscerate literally means scoop out the middle of it. It's. Well, it, well, it's gonna. I mean, it will obliterate. It will. It will be into a thousand million un, unfixable pieces, and we will win the win the revolution fairly easily. So I don't get to be leader of the resistance. No, because look at them. They're just gonna waddle to the side of the road. And go, <laughs> oh fuck! I can't. <laughs> yeah. We'll just get hit. That sucks. Yeah. It doesn't suck. It means <laughs> we're gonna win. It sucks and we might have to follow you. It sucks yeah. on the leader of resistance. <laughs> in some fucking universe, guys, he is leader of the human resistance. He might, hey! might be leader of the resistance Dorley branch. <laughs> oh, he's not going to be the leader of the whole thing. Is in he? one more universe, in some guys, universe he's John Connor, basically. Yeah. yeah, but so are you. Well, yeah, so are you. Oh, so we don't have to worry about it too much. <laughs> but, uh, I think, like, yeah... Leader of the Dorley branch of the resistance. <laughs> That's what I think. You know, like two crackheads and a fat lad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you bunch of crackheads, you're going over the minefield in broad daylight. The rest of us are flanked round. Take my surprise. That's your little squadron. Yeah. So then the supply of crackheads to use cannon fodder. <laughs> oh, yeah. we should help them. <laughs> 
either way, this story was clickbait bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I like the headline. Maybe, yeah, but that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Bastard. I promise you that oh, this, dear. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> okay. Couple smeared in blood caught having sex in woods surrounded by chanting women. Wow. A couple covered in bird blood repeatedly caught having sex in the woods, uh, reportedly caught having sex in the woods surrounded by a group of chanting women. A woman from Leeds called police after coming across the scene while searching for her dog. She spotted the couple, spotted the couple near the Hawksworth Wood Trail just off Craigside Walk in Kirkstall, Leeds, shortly after midday on Friday, January Midday? The I thought it was going to be like midnight or something. Uh, midday? Yeah. So what are they doing? Uh, make, was... Making a porno or some sort of satanic ritual? I can't divulge that. I'm going for making a porno. <laughs> West Yorkshire Police confirmed officers were called to a report of public indecency in the woods and they have now stepped up patrols in the area. I know I haven't been able to get the fucking coven together for weeks now. <laughs> uh, the dog walker, who wishes to remain anonymous, said, I let the dog off for a run and he went into the top of the wood near the wall. Haven't you seen horror films? <laughs> he disappeared and I heard what I thought was shouting, so I went to get him. And he's such a big softy, but I thought he had scared someone. It sounded like someone shouting a different language, but then I saw a lady in her late 30s on a white plastic sheet. Mm, sounds hot. She said she thought the woman was dead at first. When she went close to try and find her dog, she saw a man. The man then used his finger to take blood from a dead bird and put it on the woman's face before they had sex, she claimed. So she stood and watched for a bit, though. That would freak her out, though, wouldn't it? It didn't take me that long. <laughs> Walking your dog midday in the woods and you come across that. <laughs> Mate, I'd have me cock out I'm, quicker than yeah. you could I say. About, uh, yeah. no, I'd walk my dog lady. literally yeah. every day of the average day. person. Yeah, if I wasn't a pervert yeah. like me, then yeah, <laughs> I walk my dog every day about midday. Hope that's a just, just like strip off and join yeah. in. <laughs> and I've, never seen, I've never fucking seen anything in the ordinary. Why can't I stumble across this? I'd love it. I'd be, I'm, I'm in Gazi Street, I'm jumping in there. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? It's a talent ritual? Fantastic. Yeah, but an elderly lady, isn't it, is she? Well, she's yeah. more open minded. <laughs> <laughs> she stood and watched enough of it. She says she realised we were having sex. Oh. She did say I dragged the dog away and my friend and I walked away. Uh, my friend and I, ooh, yeah. it's hotter. It's like dog in there. <laughs> then about ten minutes later, I walked back that way. Why you went back for more? And my friend said she saw at least five other women clothed around them, the couple, and we realised they were chanting. We decided to go and ring the police as it seemed odd because they knew people were there and just carried on. Yeah, it turns me on, to be fair. We checked back later to see if they'd gone and they were dressed in tunics and walking away as if nothing happened and had a sheet folded over their arms. It was completely bizarre. No sex magic here! <laughs> <laughs> what, so it like a sex cult, would it? Sex cult or porno? Mm. Sex cult. I'm like, I think I might go with porno shoot. I'm going ritual. No video cameras though, were there? <laughs> yeah, maybe these old yeah. people didn't notice because they're fools. I'm going ritual. Mm. Okay. I'm going sex cult. Well, I'm, we've got the address. I'm going to go and have a look. Yeah. Me too. We'll see anyone, I'll run them over. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and they really will be smeared in blood. Because <laughs> well, if it's dragged into like, your van. Smeared all over the front of my van. <laughs> or dragged into the back. Yes. And I'll show them my ritual. <laughs> mm, stabby. <laughs> I'm only joking. I don't kill people in my van, listen no. He just oh, takes their ears. Yeah. <laughs> like just, just small animals. <laughs> Not people. Right, is that it for the news? It yep. is. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, the long-awaited return of the reggae box. 
Yes, it's been a while. What is in the reggae box, Ben? It's the uh, I sent it to you guys, didn't I? The uh, the Brexit survival food boxes. You did. You can buy for two grand. It's full of uh, six months of dehydrated rations. Is it two grand? I it was something it was like that. Yeah, it was. Like, it was some of them were two grand. Similar sort of pasta was selling, and then buckets of food on the. Uh, yeah, for the rapture. Yeah. If you don't, or whatever it was. Armageddon, I think. Armageddon. So you're equating Brexit with the with the, no. end, with the end of the world, I'm, the rapture? No, I'm not. It is going to be that bad. I'm just concerned that someone's come up with the idea of flogging food for it. Of course somebody has. I think you've got to admire the entrepreneurial nature Can I do, but doesn't, doesn't it worry you a little bit? I no, mean, doesn't it, this I is think... just somebody like, oh, we could definitely, we could fucking definitely make some money off prepper types in the next few months. No, I don't know. Because once Brexit happens and we don't need food parcels, they're fucked, aren't they? So they've just got a small window to, like, let's try and bang a few of these out. And, you know, good luck the to them. we can only grow 60% of the food we need in this country. The rest of us going to be held up in traffic jams and things like that. <laughs> or massively rising in price to the point where you can't afford it. Ah, it's not going to be that bad, is it? It could well, be. It's a pound of banana. <laughs> and no deal. It's, it's massive. We could have massive tariffs. Oh fuck! It, it concerns me that this idea is still, and then because they've got a shortage of other things, medicine. Is there anything I can do about this? Well, we could have a revolution. Copy the French, the Gilets Jaunes, or whatever it's called. Yeah, we, no, the, the right winger trying that. The yellow vest. I was thinking working. about this though, because I watched quite. I've got a lot an article of, on them later for weird news. I've, I've watched quite a lot of yellow vest video, yellow vest. You said boxer. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. <laughs> was <laughs> he not awesome? A he boxer? was awesome. He was literally sort of somersaulted over some barriers and started punching the policeman, boxing that, no. away. And he was. Um, I'm just thinking about it. Why the equivalent can't happen in England? Because we. Well, it not, did yesterday. Yeah, but not to that level. Not they've been doing it for like fucking eight weeks, yeah. but they're not reporting it on the news. You've got to love the French. But, I know, but we're that. not that. We, we love a revolution. We can't yeah. get along like that. We we we're fighting we're too much. Reserved, too much. No, so because I mean, we're, we're, we're brought up. Pussyfied, we respect the authority. Well, I don't think that there's a difference in the right and left in, the, in France. It's the same. Yeah, but we're too. I've yeah. seen about it, we wouldn't be able to. Like, you know, people wouldn't. Like, working class people, they wouldn't be able to just hack having to march alongside angry Gerald. Do you know why? You'd end up stealing Gerald's wallet. We've never had a revolution in this country. We're too fat and lazy. No, it's because of the weather. <laughs> I guarantee you, if everyone gathered, everyone got for together sake. for a revolution in this country and it rained, everyone would go home. Oh, exactly. We're brought up in a, in a society where we have wet playtimes at school. Oh, it's raining, you can't go outside. It's spitting! Exactly. <laughs> it's spitting, everybody in. Like, if, 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 if you go to a, a village state or something, if it rains, oh, we'll hold it in the church hall, don't worry, no one has to get wet. We're... The weather's terrible in this country. Well, we sort of had that, didn't we? We had the Peasants' Revolt. Yeah, and then it rained and everyone went home. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And they killed Watt Tyler. He was the leader of it. So it's yeah. never going to happen for us, no. is it? So we it's just have to take Brexit with the arse. No so, one's going to sit so there one day and have a revolution up. in this country. So I'm just going to wake up one day and bananas are a quid each and that's it. Yep. No, it's going to be more than that. It's going to be more than that, isn't it? It's going to be like, bread might go up. 
all your bees and the sausages might go up because we can't produce enough of it here. So the price will go up because of demand. But the old idea is fucking awful and we should just knock it on the head is what I'm saying. Let's revoke the Article 15 crack on. There'll be a State of the Nation address shortly on... It's going against the will of the people, Ben. Fuck the will of the people, they're idiots. <laughs> We've already proven this. People are idiots. We've proven it over fucking 60-something episodes. They were also... They were fed a crock of shit, weren't they? Exactly. Oh, every, single, every single promise Leave made has turned out to be either completely bollocks or... Well, just completely bollocks. Yeah, they just wanted to leave so they, they didn't have to pay tax. This is what it boils down to. That's all it was, basically. The day after we leave, on March 29th, or supposedly leave, the EU brings in a fucking tax regulation, says there's no more loopholes, everyone's going to pay the fair share. You're telling me that Johnson, Rees Mogg, Ian Duncan Smith, all those cunts who so want, oh, Farage, who all so want to leave with all their fucking millions stashed away in their Panama accounts and legal loopholes of their multi million pound companies don't fucking pay tax for, all of a sudden they've got to pay. That's the reason they pushed for it. Yep. And a little bit of racism. And a little bit of racism. In. Especially Farage, that fucking weasel faced twat waffle. Royal Rumble soon. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> my burger box. It's annoyed me. It's annoyed yeah, me. I think Brexit annoys everybody, so. I don't blame you. We're the fifth richest I economy can't... in the fucking world, and fucking. We have a food shortage. I can't wait till that fucking phrase is in the dustbin of history. Brexit. I never want to hear it again. You don't have to finish. Life. Well, yeah. It's only I... a major date in British history, one way or the other. Now that we got done with a lady with kids, hopefully I'll get like a special. I'll get to the front of the queue for the food in front of you guys. Because the kids. Do you know what I mean? That's maybe my... my the food bank, you mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's going to get me access to the food bank, I think. Oh, yeah, the right. well, cheers. I'm <laughs> we'll just saying. I'm just, we'll just waste away then. I'm yeah. going to push in in the queue. Actually, yeah, you get less for the children because they can't work. Oh. Me and Michael are working age, we get more, we're working. To be fair, to be fair... I mean, us guys will definitely notice it. We'll, we'll pinch us in the wallet and that. But it's the it's the really most vulnerable people that are really at risk. Well, you've Elderly got, people. You've got the po the possibility of a, me a medicine shortage Disabled as well. People. Insulin might not get yeah. in. We don't make it in this country. There might be a days where we have no insulin in this country at the start. What are the diabetes going to do? He's going to die. I think that's what I think that's what well, somebody would like to do. <laughs> oh, that was a joke, sorry. Not very funny one, but yeah. It might be the, the cull that we need. This might be the. You know, I might be one of the ones that dies off, I don't know. Maybe I'm one of the unfit. Why does anybody have to die yeah, off? Yeah, no one has to die for no reason. You're going to be averted well, then. Shit happens, doesn't it? And we're just going to. Well, we've got to. That's our point. Selection here. That's our point of being in society. That we stop people from dying unnecessarily. You know, but. All that's happened in this government, that's been reversed. Poverty's increased, homelessness has increased. So it's going to get worse if the economy tanks. It's getting worse and worse, isn't it? I mean, where I work, all our stuff comes to the continent. Mm. At the minute, there's no tariffs on that, there's no delays. Well, there's delays and they bang a 20% tax on it. Yeah, and Ben's firm decides, all right, I'd love for Britain, we're going to go and build a factory in Bulgaria or something. Well, it's, it's a multinational corporation where they say, you know what, the UK branch is too expensive. And then you'll come crashing back down to our level, Ben. <laughs> the lofty heights of the management world. 
back amongst us mere mortals. Well, personally, well, I, think, I think that those who voted to leave should be the first to lose their fucking jobs. This is worst case scenario, isn't it? It is worst case scenario, but I think it's a scenario that's worth looking at. I think, I think it's generally considered that there is going to be a, an economic downturn after Brexit. Yeah. And there's been an economic downturn all the way through it, so why would that change? And the best thing is these cunts who fucking backed it, who invested all the money, are backing on the pounds of tank and making millions out of it. That's why we need to overthrow capitalism and install a socialist utopia. Revolution. Armed revolution, obviously. <sighs> so we talk about some fucking weird shapes, mm. guys. We can do. So, um, weird schools, elongated schools, They've always been the subject of heated scientific debate. Whether schools deliberately deformed to resemble ancient sky gods, or anarchy overlords, or were they just conehead shapes of extraterrestrial origin, or were they just done intentionally? Were they a genetic branch of humans, an offshoot that were naturally born genetically with cone-shaped heads, excuse me? That's a possibility. I mean, evolution, mutation, <coughs> drive. The end of the day, I think um, yeah. it is, but it tends to be small evolutions, small genetic changes. Well, there's been several off branches of humanity. You just say that one did have a cohead. Yeah, yeah, they the, found them hobbit-like people recently, didn't they? Yeah. The main schools of thought seem to think that these uh, elongated skulls are either Nephilim, which are the uh, biblical, oh the angels, things, they? or Anunnaki, or some human-alien hybrid, or just full alien, or an offshoot of Homo sapiens that just had weird heads. Maybe. So they're your main theories. Maybe. I'm not down for the Nephilims. No. Bible shit. Or the Anarchy, really. Ah, come on. Maybe. It's all drawings of aliens. They do have They've them got big fucking heads. weird shaped heads, haven't they? They do have them big heads, I'll give you that. Mm. Well, should we look at the evidence before we make up our minds? Well, I was thinking that maybe in the way that big butts are considered attractive now, maybe cone heads were considered attractive back then. Well, they were definitely, they think anthropologists prophesize, I think that's a word. It was the elites of society doing this, or the leaders. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. To sort of elevate the Symbol of status. Yeah, status yeah. symbol to be above the, the little weaklings. So it was definitely seen for some fucking weird reason, having a pointy fucking head, Maybe it was like, ooh, check out the big brain on well, fucking pointy head Ben. Let's not forget that all throughout the line, through ancient history, the aristocracy have always been really fucking inbred. Let's not just rule this out as some kind of inbreeding definition. If some cousin one time had a bit of a pointy head and they banged their other cousin who had a less slightly pointy head, they made another pointy head and they carried on like that yeah. and bred it like dogs yep. and just created a, a little fucking... Pointy-head um, dynasty. A little tribe of pointy-headed... If they had a baby, normal head, chuck it off a cliff, try again. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> or stick its head in a vice. Or stick its head in a vice. Well, yeah, just artificially. That's not me, if you had never looked into this, listener... Sticking the baby's head in a vice is not me making a sick joke. No, that's a genuine... It's actually... Well, they strapped the, the baby down called, to do planks of wood. Yeah, isn't it called create um, something deformation? Cranial deformation. Cranial deformation. That's it. Done on purpose. An artificial cranial deformation. Is oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. But the thing is, you've got you know, deepens, or you consider that numerous powerful rulers 
had the elongated skulls, but these are all present in different corners of the world. Mm. I mean, you're talking cultures that were separated by vast differences, vast distances, but all seem to like a bit of Conan. Because... I mean, you've got Peru, Egypt. They were doing this in France up to the 20th century. Yeah, but how many civilizations is that? Um, I have got quite You're talking a about a handful. I've got a few lists. Yeah, but they're spread across the world. Think of thousands yeah. of civilizations. Maybe there's. Maybe not everyone knows about the Anunnaki. Maybe it's a coincidence that they just. Two Possibly. or three happen to like big schools. Or maybe well, got they were the only civilizations who still had access to the knowledge of where we really come from. Maybe. Well, you've got Africa, Eastern Germany, Native North Americans, Australia, South America and the Caribbean, where these things have been found, and Europe. I mean, like I say, France. They were doing it in France until the 20th century. Squishing the baby skulls. But it could be, in in Europe, it could be skull binding, where they just wrap the the head of a baby in Mm. straps until it started growing upwards. And stick it in a vice. Or stick it in the vice. Squish it dead. I um, think the main thing is like, why would they want to do it? Well, like you say, going back, there was a pharaoh known as a uh, Akhenaten. 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 Some fucking like that. Sounds a lot like Anunnaki, doesn't it? Yeah. There's a bit. Well, there's some uh, sculptures, not mummies, just sculptures of his children. They've got big old cone heads, right? Uh, and he was known to be interested in the. Um, the ancient mystic schools, which I don't think was very popular, you know, no. it went against the modern, the religions of the time, you know, so maybe he was a bit fascinated, they're saying, with the old elongated skull, because maybe he knew through the ancient mystics of our Anunnaki origins, and he wanted to be it to be known, I'm fucking descendant from the so-called gods of Egypt, who might have actually been ancient aliens. Maybe he was a massive megalomaniac. Because mm. he had a bit of a cone head going on, but well, the kid's gonna have one too. That shows mm. I'm superior to these fuckers. Oh, by the way, also, I like the fact that I'm a living god as Pharaoh. There was so, also the fact that, that most of his, um, most of the uh, sort of uh, depictions of him and sculptures and that have all been damaged or destroyed, they think, by the priests of the time who for some reason hated this motherfucker. Because he, he was grave was desecrated. Yeah, because he thought he was connected to those uh, alien gods. And he's also been always in the ones that have survived on him, he's depicted as being very thin and spindly with this sort of large female female ish body they say yeah. who's androgynous. Yes. Uh, could have had some weird skeleton disease, could have been an alien. Well most of the pharaohs <laughs> were um, could have been a transsexual disease. alien. Had some kind of genetic disorder in some way, too. That humans. must tick all your boxes, a transsexual alien. <laughs> Fucking hell. They <laughs> green. <joking>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you're going to call me ma'am. <laughs> Have you seen that footage? I've seen that footage. Oh my yeah. God. And the various memes. It's ma'am! <laughs> yeah. It's like a pro wrestler. <laughs> he literally looks like he can beat the fuck out of me. I'd be terrified if I worked there. Anyway, uh, sorry. Dangerous subject. <laughs> so, um... Let's read this little bit of this article. It says, ancient Peruvian schools reveal the expertise of Inca cranial surgeries. So long before anaesthesia and the advent of precision medical tools, humans were already performing complex surgeries on one another in an effort to beat all sorts of ailments. Among the gruesome, among the most gruesome, maybe the act of trepanation, or trepanning, 
I think it's also cool, isn't it? Yeah, it needs a good Japan in. Oh, yeah, who doesn't? I'm big in Japan. <laughs> hey! That's king of puns again, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in which part of the school were scraped, cut, or drilled away to treat everything from headaches or injuries or suspected demonic possession? I've got a bit of a headache, Doctor. <laughs> yeah. What do you suggest? I'm going to cut away the flesh of your head and scrape away some of the bone of your skull. Without anaesthesia. Well, that sounds a lot less painful. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> People lived through all this, though. They did, they? yeah, they survived. Yeah. Um, hundreds of prehistoric schools bearing the telltale holes of trepanation have been found in Peru alone, dating as far back as the year 400 BC. Uh, despite their prehistoric methods, researchers say the ancient neurosurgeons were experts at the task during the Inca Empire, and the survival rate for the procedure was roughly double what was achieved centuries later during the American Civil War. Wow. But then again, that was very using a lot of cocaine in their surgery, though. Uh, well, yeah, they had anaesthetic uh, then because it was um, they had that, but there wasn't probably a lot of it. So I'd imagine so a lot that would have been safe for the higher ups. Yeah. Maybe the average soldier who's just had a, his leg mangled by a cannonball is. Uh, well, most of it is infection. Of, so, so it? It's infection as well. Maybe yeah. they learned to sterilise the instruments, or whatever they put on top to dress it. Maybe. Yeah, because there are leaves and stuff that yeah. prevent infections. Maybe they were taught by the Anunnaki. Maybe. Mm. Or maybe they figured out penicillin or something. Hang on. In all fairness, the mortality rate was still between 17 and 25 percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, during the Civil War, it was between 46 and 56 percent. But still, a quarter, roughly a quarter chance of death. Yeah, and half not, a chance, isn't it? Not bad, considering they're like jungle folk. Not bad, considering they're doing it with what? A bit of a sharp fucking flint. But then again... Point. They're not steel tools, are they? The people in the Civil War were soldiers and they were going to be injured. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the 17, 25%, all they had was a headache and they just drilled a hole in the head. Next thing, he's, you know, one of them, he dies. Well, that's a valid point because remember you were still using lead bullets during the Civil War. Yeah. So that so, goes into... You, so you don't take the so bullet, if you start with healthy them. patients, it's more yeah. likely you're going to have a higher, a lower mortality rate than if you start with injured patients. That's a valid point, because they've already had blood loss. But I think they are doing quite well, considering they're scraping bits of well, people's yeah. skulls. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? It and is. I'm trying to think of ways why there's that discrepancy. But... Well, they were just good, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were good at what they did. It says there, though, the practice is known to have occurred all over the world, but the experts say no area comes even close to matching Peru's history with trepanation. Hundreds of skulls, mostly found in burial caves and during excavations in the late 1800s and early 1900s, account for more Japan skulls than all found in the rest of the world combined. Wow. According to researchers, hygiene likely played a key role in the success of Peru's prehistoric cranial surgeries. So you were right, Mike. Mm. And over nearly 2,000 years, these ancient surgeons refined their techniques to cause as little damage as possible. The same could not be said for Civil War surgeons who had often relied on unsterilized tools and probed open head wounds with their bare oh, fingers. Fuck. Well, you know, you're in a rush, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, also remember, right, a valid point is, you're a, you're a Civil War surgeon, Mm. You're not just haven't got leisurely afternoon to trepan someone's skull. You've got to take mm. a limb off in two, under two minutes. 
Because you've got another thousand blokes outside needing exactly the same okay. thing. Maybe this is a little bit unfair on so, Civil War. I think it is a little bit unfair. But it's not really about that, is it? It's more to prove the point that it's pretty impressive that these prehistoric folks oh, God, yeah. understood to keep things clean and, uh, you know, maybe the official, it's almost like the official history isn't quite lined up, is it? It's almost like we were more advanced than we're led to believe I, Yeah, because earlier than, we, than they tell us. Yeah. And they'll never change their official story for some fucking reason they don't want us to know. It's daft, I don't get why, how it would hurt uh, to know. But the back and we were led to believe that we were still like mainly hunter-gatherer type, you know, wild humans. We were still the same species we are now, with the same biological makeup, so you'd like to think maybe we were as intelligent as we are now. And maybe we had technology way beyond our wildest dreams that explained some of the stone fucking yeah, structures of the world. Uh, Pima Punku for a start, the uh, Incan city there. Which does line up with these skulls, because some of the lectures I was watching claim that these skulls are found along like the lines of where megalith stone ancient oh, structures so. are. You tend to find these skulls as well, apparently. So there's, you know, I guess because they were elite noble yeah. people. Or were they direct descendants from the Anunnaki? <laughs> oh, the lords! Or they were just totally obsessed with skulls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were into the whole human sacrifice thing. Yeah. A lot of their uh, either they yeah. drilled a hole in it or they elongated it. Put it in. A they loved doing stuff with skulls. Well, do you want? At least to shrink them. Didn't they call shrunken yeah. heads? Yeah. Well, from that, that area. Not well, I don't know. Peru and Ecuador. Yeah. But do you think? Do you think there's any truth to, to these people that, that think that some of these skulls are genetic, that they were born this way? Yeah, possibility. Mutation, you know? Because, uh, no, like, space, like, they don't know, do they know about inbreeding at this point? They're all going to be in small communities, they're all going to be related somehow. It was interesting, one guy claimed that from the DNA of the skulls, because they have this red hair, and they claim that this dark red hair is it's not from dying, it's genetic, it's genet it's naturally that colour. Which then they say leads you to believe that they might be light skinned which doesn't fit in with how you would expect a native Peruvian of three thousand years ago to look. So light skinned, green eyed, dark red haired coneheads. <laughs> Sound like freaks to me, where they maybe some it's of like the a grunge band, some offshoot. <laughs> but I, I did say earlier, yeah, they do. Before the mics were on, I was thinking on what the one lecture in quotes. I'll say that that I watched. They they claim that there's like a they've got the skull of a two year old and it's elongated, it's huge. So they say this is evidence it was born with a conehead. It's genetic, and I was thinking, oh man, I wonder what happened that the two year old died, and you've got a two year old skeleton. And I thought, oh yeah. Probably because they were putting its head in a fucking vice from the second it was born. Mm -hmm. I bet they're thinking we could start this process earlier and of earlier. Of course, because we want the babies to have it. Head is more malleable yeah. as a baby. And they fucking squeeze this poor fucker to death, yeah. probably. I've actually seen pictures of like babies and they're like smiling and they've got their heads crushed by this vice. Oh, man. It's, you know, it's fucking insane. I did learn something that's quite interesting. From this artificial way of doing it, though, you can't increase the volume of the skull. Just like yeah. the shape of it, really. It doesn't like, make the brain cavity like mm. bigger. Therefore, having a bigger brain that fills its... No, but maybe the ones that, quote, born with it, maybe they do have bigger brains 
maybe they are maybe they could uh, do telekinesis and because <laughs> maybe they're half Anunnaki maybe they're a bit a bit well, more mongrel speculation more. Yeah. speculation Mike <laughs> have you not read the, the tablets of Zacharias I've not read them either um, well, you know, ba- yeah. baby schools are pretty malleable though aren't they I mean there's the softest part they have mm-hmm. that little soft bottom of their head don't they I mean should we explain how it's done yeah. So basically, they, they get the kid, strap it down on one board, they've got another over, it's over a 45 degree angle, and he's going to leave him there for a bit. Squish him. Or they put the, they bind the head in straps, mm. thick padding, and then sometimes they'll just, you know, put them in a vice, like Mike said, just a bit, two bits of wood either side, let the school grow up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard to do. Yeah. But why? Okay. Why did they do it? Did they just think then that a pointy head's better than a round head or a flat head, or were they paying tribute to some sort of fucking weird alien mm-hmm. or maybe long lost race of human? Maybe the Nephilim. There's an article on that. You want to read it? Mm-hmm. Go on then. So why did ancient Peruvians have elongated skulls? And apparently, no, it's not aliens. Fuck. <laughs> uh, artificial skull elongation has been practiced by a strangely high number of cultures in practically every corner of the world, from Western Europe to the Americas, the Far East and Africa. But why would people bind their babies' heads to give themselves a pear-shaped skull? Well, for one 600-year-old civilization in South America, it was probably to show you were a VIP. Yeah. A new study published in the journal uh, Current Anthropology has taken a look at elongated skulls of the Calagua people who lived in the Coca Valley in southeastern Peru around 1100 to 1450 um, CE. What CE? Good question. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Central Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fancy way of saying BC. Carter enough is something I've heard of a lot. <laughs> oh, that's Google. Um, through measuring carbon and nitrogen isotopes analysis of the bones, researchers show that the Calagua women with elongated, distended heads ate a more varied diet, indicating they were perhaps more privileged. These remains of these women, who also appear to have fewer signs of physical violence against them, wow, that's a tragic society, once again suggesting they were from a higher echelon of society. Wow, so, hey, she wasn't beat up as much, she must be better off. Well, yeah, the ones that weren't in the echelons with the masters and the other ones with the slaves probably that's okay. what they're beaten right? yeah. uh, learning learning moment mm. learning with gas learning with gas and google <laughs> so you got ad anno dominini which is latin for the in the year of our lord so we got ad uh, and then you got bce i always thought that meant after death so before Christ, after death. Anno, anno, anno BC, yeah, it says BC refers to before Christ, yeah. and the initials AD stand for Anno Domini. I just went after which death. This is Latin, in the year of our Lord. Or anyway, after birth, I wouldn't it, technically. Yeah. So then you're after birth. <laughs> <laughs> a more recent system. So that system was devised by a monk in the year five two five. A more recent system uses BCE, which stands for before the Common Era. And CE for Common Era. Oh. So whatever the fuck did that say, that date? Something, 1100 CE. Common Era. Uh, Taking the religion out of our calendar. Fuck, no, I still don't understand. No, I don't. <laughs> 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 I'll teach stone. Maybe, no, no. maybe, maybe the listener, it made sense yeah. to them, and we've helped. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. The study also made clear that more and more schools are being elongated, even amongst the lower classes, 
as the pressure from the Inca Empire grew. Perhaps they were looking for some kind of sense of uh, belonging during a time of strife. I suppose all the, all the wealthy people have got big heads. You'd start copying them, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. You'd want to be one of them. Well, isn't that just celebrityism nowadays? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, so and so's wore that dress, so a million other girls are going to buy the same thing. And a hundred years ago, everyone wanted to spit on the Queen. Mm. So they were going around sticking their heads in vices. Yeah, yeah. It would have been. Wrapping their babies up. Strap heads. me up, mum! <laughs> well, they'd have to do it to their kids, wouldn't they? Yeah. You're going to do it as an adult. Yeah. So you'd be like, well, when I have a kid, I'm going to make sure they're going to be. You know, they're yeah, going so they've got a chance to live in the. Uh, not be a slave and be yeah. a master. And any old fucking tramp can knock together one of them vice things, can't they? It's yeah, two, it's two yeah. planks of wood. It's mm. literally two planks of wood. Uh, steal them off a rich man's fence. Oh, you've got the forest. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> I'd be more Probably the seedy type, though. I think. <laughs> if I was around in the year five, two, whatever the fuck it was, I'd... Uh, anyway. Maybe there's just like one communal set in the village, someone locked together. And you, you each have to like... It's like a hippie thing where you're like, oh, we all get like ten minutes with, to put a baby in the vice. Yeah. yeah. Nah, people would end up brawling over it. Yeah, probably. They should have to book a time. Yeah. I'd make my own. Nevertheless, the majority of archaeologists believe that this practice often had something to do with social status, as we just said, and the sense of belonging to a group. Sorry, there's still no word on the alien connection yet. Fuck you, they've tested but, the DNA. But it could, well, yeah, they might have tested the DNA. Well, they did test the DNA. In a really shit laboratory that was really cheap, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it didn't come back human, did it? Alien schools. Shock verdict after DNA tests reveal where the elongated heads come from. Researcher Brian uh, Forrester, I guess that is, initially thought the discovery would not fit into the known evolutionary tree. The Paracas schools were discovered on the desert peninsula of Paracas, surprisingly, <laughs> on the southern coast of Peru by native archaeologist Julio Tello in 1928. Southern coast, I think. You think it's like southern comfort. Did I? <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Problem. I've been drinking a lot of that recently, in all fairness. Problem. <laughs> We're drinking gin now. Yes, because it was the booze, only booze left in the house after Christmas. I tried it a lot. He has a go at me for drinking cider, guys. He says it's just fruit based drinks yeah. for the ladies. And he, he turns up with gin. gin. Gins have been drinking Victorian orphans. Your last made us ruined by the end of the podcast. Juniper berries and things like that, isn't it? You well, get you slow know. gin and things like that. It's very trendy at the moment, gin. isn't it? It's very huh? hipster. It's just dry gin, it's just normal gin. Yeah, it's, it's, made very, from a it's very hipster to be drinking gin, Ben. Well, Where's your Edwardian moustache? <laughs> I can't in, grow in one. Your cape. I'd like a cape, though. And your, and your scarfs around your ankles. No, I don't want them either. Ankle Sorry. scarfs, it's going to be a new thing, trust me, for the Okay. Upstairs. He's already got a man bag. Well, I can't say <laughs> my Actually, my man bag's got Robocop Detroit Police printed on it, so I can get away with that. Mine's a laptop bag. That's a bit middle class. This guy's a laptop. <laughs> it's a bit gay. What do you want to transport the laptop, Gaz? <laughs> I don't know, carry it in your hands. Like well, so everyone hand. can see it when I'm walking home. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in a rucksack like a normal person. I haven't got a rucksack. I've got a rucksack. Uh, it came with the laptop. Man bag. Looks a lot like a handbag, doesn't it? Like <laughs> it's like a strap. <laughs> uh, it's like a briefcase bag. <laughs> briefcase wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Management man. Oh dear, sorry. I want to It's a lovely briefcases. bag. It's a lovely bag. I can't say anything. Did Gerald like get on to gin? No. He didn't. 
I explained it was the only booze left in the house after Christmas. I tried someone liked it. Yeah, a likely tale. <laughs> I he needed booze, he, all right. He, he thought to himself, <laughs> I'm going to be a hipster. What do these youths drink? Copying Gerald, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I know, I've got to impress Gerald. I'll get a bottle of gin. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was coming. The second I said I was drinking gin. <laughs> of course. She said the piss out of us. Exactly. We'll let you off, will we? <laughs> gin. <laughs> Just remember that everybody... Who are you, my anti-fucking Jenny? <laughs> Queen Mother. You're going to be smoking Super Kings over there as well to go with your gin. Actually, yeah, I would to be fair. You got any? <laughs> Do you want an umbrella in your drink? <laughs> yeah, if you would mind. <laughs> oh my god, he's a shit. <laughs> he, he fucking didn't have a glass, did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Fucking hell. They were in the wash. <laughs> oh dear, shit. So anyway, where were we? Would you like to uh, talk talking. more about aliens? Just <laughs> I'm making a joint. Ah, uh, squiddy earth. <laughs> Just cheap. <laughs> Don't take it out on us because you're a class traitor. He's <laughs> <laughs> decided I'm going to drink gin. <laughs> it's drink, cheap. I'll drink gin on the podcast. It's cheap. No. That bottle in there was 12 quid and I spent that on lager alone. No more lager for me. It's gin all the way. And you know, me on a diet. You'll be going to a gin bar next. Oh no, no. I don't to meet, to meet up with some 20-somethings with their moustaches. They're like, oh, let me be a friend. I draw the I'm line cool of gin like bars. You. I draw the line. I know I'm management, but I'm cool as well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm having a midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> look, look, I've got a cape, guys. <laughs> I don't draw the line at a cape, in all fairness. <laughs> I just really don't. <laughs> I just hope the image of Ben trying to befriend hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> Young hipsters. <laughs> Everything you say is politically incorrect as well, and just <laughs> digging yourself into a big hole. The more gin I drink, the more politically incorrect I get. You can't say that, Ben. <laughs> oh, fuck off. You idiot fucking moustache. <laughs> Throws a glass at someone. <laughs> Ends up kicking one of them the balls and glassing him. <laughs> well, uh, well, you can take the boy out of door. He tried. You try to be cool with the yeah. people. Scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the aliens. Yeah, alien schools. Yeah. In 2015, discussing earlier DNA uh, tests on the remains, he said that the um, mitochondrial DNA from the mother presented mutations unknown to any man, primate, or any other animal, and the mutation suggests we are dealing with a completely new human-like being, very distant from Homo sapiens, Neanderthals or uh, Dennis Ovens? I've never heard of them. Oh yeah, Dennis Ovens. Uh, Is that where the Dennises come from? The, the, yeah, <laughs> the, the Neanderthals k- killed them out because they're all Dennises. They're all a bit like, oh hello, I've come to fix the boiler. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm talking shit. <laughs> uh, he says that I'm, I'm not even sure if it will fit into the known evolutionary tree. Oh. Research by sceptics later uncovered that those involved had a history of involvement and belief in research into paranormal subjects such as the Yeti and the so-called alien hybrids, an alleged crossbreed between humans and aliens. Doesn't mean they're not right. No, it doesn't. Sceptics argue the skull was just another, another example of intentional cranial deformation as seen amongst many ancient South American tribes. That one's got a lump in the middle of its head, though. That's... Yeah. 
Yeah, they wrapped it wrong. Uh, well, Brian Forrester believes the DNA results show a subspecies of humans. They're a mix, or even you could say in some ways a hybrid of different people. Uh, he is now the director of Paracas History Museum and has released details of DNA tests he said were carried out in conjunction with the Peruvian government and he now appears to now accept that they were more probably human in origin. Oh. So, yeah. It's obviously, it was done shitly then. But still might be aliens. Could it still be aliens? Well, still, we can't prove whether or not they were trying to look like aliens because I've seen them or heard about them in stories passed down and in cave drawings. It, is, it all boils down to why, doesn't it? Aliens. Are you actually going for aliens? I'm going for they were worshipping our Anunnaki overlords who, as we all know then, and Mike, I'm sure we're all willing to accept here that they came to Earth and seeded a sort of lower race of, you know, Homo sapiens before we were fully evolved. They spunked us and created what you now see before you, the almighty human being. But you in particular? Uh, you? Well, I'm a fine specimen, then, as I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, no, I won't say that fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we were we were seeded by the Anunnaki. We were created to uh, mine the gold mines, to for them to have gold to seal the hole in their atmosphere back in their planet. Planet X. Yeah. A bit like the um, the plot to the film Stargate, then. I think Stargate copied the fucking... Oh, which came first? Uh, well, Stargate's obviously a Hollywood rip-off of what Zachariah Sitchin mm. translated in the tablets, because it was before, I hate to break it to you, it, did, it was before Stargate. You mean um, Kurt Russell lied to me? <laughs> I would like that film to be fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? Better than the series. Yeah, I didn't really get into the series. I think I watched a couple. Uh, it's all since. Uh, anyway, yeah. So the Anunnaki. I believe these people were trying to look like the Anunnakis. Do you think that in terms of the pharaohs and stuff like that, who were further back from the Peruvians? Yeah, even they, they were. Trying they were to look descended like... from them, yeah. distantly. So no, yeah. they've all maybe they, they were they were born with these heads. Because yeah. that's like a bit of an offshoot genetically, but even though it might have been sort of 25 generations down the line. Possibly. That could be definitely be and true. And that's why they've got the pyramids that line up with the stars. Because mm. they had big old cone heads full of cone brains that could think all these alien thoughts. Well, someone's got a this, plan where them They had all this gun. mathematical alien knowledge which was gathered from getting high and communicating on the astral, on the plane. astral plane with with our Anunnaki overlords in another dimension, in another dimension, in another dimension. The brain's in another dimension. Uh, I, I think, yeah, it's entirely possible they were trying to look like aliens out of respect to our... our or was it just a symbol of, hey, look at me. I've got a big head. No, it's like I'm descended from the... I, I'm part of the ruling class. But it could just be as simple as, look at the size of me fucking head, mate. <laughs> I'm a lot cooler than you. I'm a lot, I am royaler than you will ever be, boy. And those funny little hats they used to wear with a little, the little snake on the front. Mm. Like I've seen other films that have fitted better on a cone head. Do you think they made people oil <laughs> their cone? Possibly. Like they had servants mm. who would oil their, well, oil the thing their is, cone. I, what I have seen, and what I've learned more than anything from this research in this topic, is mm -hmm. that cone heads with hair look freaky as fuck. Yeah, and it's red hair as well. Yeah, you've got to shave it. it. You've got to shave it. You've got to shave that cone head. You've got to bick it. So imagine being a shave your Yeah, you got to pick that cone. Imagine three thousand years ago, you're a Peruvian. You know, everyone's dark skinned, and then you see these fuckers, 
light-skinned, green-eyed, bright, you see it, that bright fucking dark red yeah. hair and a big cone head. You see them coming over the hill. What the fuck? What's that coming no, over the hill? Is it a cone head? <laughs> it's a cone head. <laughs> uh, just, you'd shoot it with arrows, wouldn't you? But no, they must have all got down on their knees and gone, oh. So hang on. Almighty cone heads. With the anarchy, ginger. Yeah. I'm not fucking bearing down to no ginger. Well, maybe that's why it, people like to say gingers have got no soul. Maybe that comes <laughs> oh, from... Oh, fuck, no, that makes sense. Because we're actually Anunnaki lizard brain overlord intergalactic um, fucking leaders. So all the gingers are descended from the Anunnaki? Yeah. So that makes Mike the head of the screw. I've got a bit of Anunnaki blood in me because I've got a ginger beard. And you've got a bit of a pointy head, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but you've got all the other things, so you could be... Could be. Could be Anunnaki. He's a science officer, so you must get that yeah. fucking intergalactic knowledge from somewhere. <laughs> you haven't done mushrooms recently, have you? So it's got to come from somewhere. Maybe. Well, I think we've cracked it, lads. Yeah. Well, Mike's descended from the Anunnaki. Yeah. yeah. Should we wrap up the uh, weird skulls? Can I go for a piss first? Go on, then. <sighs> and we're back. Yeah. So uh, apparently this is a... Well, this is Rational Wiki now, and I think the clue's in the name. They try yeah. to... Uh, get to the factual nature of things, don't they? You do like a bit of fact. Mm. Sorry, I'm just lighting a marijuana cigarette. Allegedly. Because that's where we get our truth from. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I come up with all the bollocks I speak. Opens so, up that third eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those DNA tests that we talked about, that claimed there was no human or alien stuff found, uh, it was claimed the tests show that the skull's DNA contained mutations that did not match any known human or primate DNA samples. The test results were announced by Breen Forrester, assistant director of the Paracas History Museum and a prolific author on suedo-scientific subjects, who had previously collaborated with suedo-historian David Hatcher Childress. According to Rachel Chase, Forrester has little in the way of relevant scientific qualifications but runs a tour company and was a regular on the very unscientific History Channel show, Ancient Aliens. Hey! Actually, <laughs> but you know the guy that does that? Mm. No degrees in archaeology, degree in physical fitness. He's no more qualified <laughs> than we are, boys. <laughs> so we can get to that level one day. We already are at that level, mate. No, we're going to show on the History Channel. When we get to that, we'll be all right. Okay. Have a good podcast. Well, this, is, this bit might be relevant as well. The museum is a private company owned by a man with no scientific qualifications, not an academic institution, and the results were announced not in a peer-reviewed journal, but online. Suspiciously, the geneticist who supposedly conducted the tests refused to own up, and his or her identity was kept secret by Forrester. I said they probably never existed. But even though Forrester then came out later on and said, yeah, you know what, probably not alien. Mm. Well, later tests contradicted the earlier results, but were promoted as upsetting ideas about the population of the Americas. Forrester also suggested that the people may have migrated from the uh, Caucasus. Caucasus? Caucasus. Caucasus. Yeah, something like that. Forrester rejected claims that the skulls could have been formed by skull binding, claiming that the volume of the skull was too large to have been produced by deformation. Even the notorious creationist website Answers in Genesis has criticised Forrester's work, wow. calling out the lack of professionalism uh, in the anonymous on. report by a rogue geneticist, and suggesting that the skulls were clearly human. Wow. If they're coming out and saying it... Wow. But I love 
the picture attached to this page. <laughs> it's a shitty 3D elf. Yeah. It's a shitty 3D elf, just as the truth is out there. What's that got to do with anything? It looks nothing like the heads that was there. It's because oh, it's, it's got a cone and you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so shit. You can tell this article hasn't been updated for a while. It's so yeah, shit. Yes, so it's about 1995 by the looks of it. Well, just because we don't know who the geneticist was. I don't think it was him. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. That's just Brian Forrester. <laughs> Look, just because we don't know the name of the geneticist doesn't mean that his word is necessarily untrue. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but he could be the geneticist equivalent of Dr. Neck for all we know. <laughs> once I'm Hi, going everybody! With, but once I'm going with aliens, because I like all that ancient alien shit. So, you know, me calling it shit doesn't... That's not a reflection of how I think of it. I, you know, I think there's some truth to it. I have watched a few of them recently. Because yeah. they're all on catch-up. And I was like, oh, go on, I'll fucking see it's shit when you're high. They're exactly... Fucking hell. They make some massive leaps in that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, really? It's just like you watch it, and even me, I'm a. Well, speaking of massive course. leaps, despite what Rational Wiki says, I still think there, there might be something extraterrestrial to it. You know what, Gaz? I'm going to go with you. I think they're imitating somebody. <laughs> yeah, they're imitating Anunnaki overlords who came down and did magical things. And more than likely to go to the Egyptians, which it was genetic amongst the ruling classes. Mm. Maybe. Uh, and the rest was copying. But, um, yeah, I, I, I go, they're imitating somebody. And that Egyptian pharaoh's daughters with the cone heads, based on the statues, were fucking hot, man. So I <laughs> can safely say I would have definitely beamed one of them cone heads. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have put me No surprise there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just saying. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> Prosperity. So we've got another article here, haven't we, about... The weirdest skulls ever found. Yeah. So what other weird skulls are there in the world? Well, there's uh, you got these obviously the alien-like skulls that have been discovered in Mexico. Um, they look fake. a bit more um, more coney than what we've seen, especially in the jawline. They look like the actual alien from the movie they Alien. Do. They, they do a little bit, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They got be fake. HR teeth design. Um, archaeologists recently on Earth thirteen alien-looking skulls in a cemetery in western Mexico. The skulls date between somewhere between 945 to 1308 AD. Originally, the skulls baffled researchers have under close examination the skulls are discovered to be human skulls that formed into alien-like shapes. Oh, that's disappointment. <laughs> Don't throw yeah. me fucking... How did they warp, though? Maybe it wasn't after death. Maybe they warped because they were ch- shape-shifting... You, you really push the alien thing. Well, I'm just <laughs> trying to be open-minded <laughs> for once. However, the children in the cemetery um, were all between five months and 16 years of age. Have you ever heard the Star Child skull? No. That's a creepy one. On the left mm-hmm. is the skull they found. It looks like a, a skull that's had a rock dropped on it <laughs> in a cartoon. It's just a bit flattened out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was just a defamation, deformed. Born deformed. Yeah, like mutation. Like, I think that's what they settled on, basically. Like the elephant man. It is what they settled on, but it's still a creepy-looking skull. Yeah, you can go yeah, and yeah. check that out on Google. It's 900 years old, found in Mexico, uh, believed by many to be the product to be the extraterrestrial origin or genetic man- manipulation. A paranormal researcher, Lord Lloyd Pye... <laughs> the owner of the skull claims the specimen was discovered around 1930 in a mine tunnel in Mexico. 
He has had many tests conducted on the skull and believes it's a hybrid offspring of an extraterrestrial and a human female. Uh, it's vastly different from the shape of a human skull. It's a lot bigger and rounder and has abnormally shaped eye sockets. There are also no frontal sinuses. Uh, Pi has documented at least 25 major physical differences between the star child skull and a normal human skull. Some scientists, however, believe that the skull exhibits all the characteristics of a human child who had died as a result of congenital uh, hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus? Is that a bad case of squishing your fucking head? Maybe. <laughs> that one's a bit creepy. That looks like Starscream or somebody. Uh, a mysterious oh, skull was d discovered in the mountains of Bulgaria in 2001. Primary DNA results uh, revealed the presence of a material that doesn't match human bones, and the skull is unlike any skeleton remains ever found. Along with the skull discovery, a small dish-shaped metal fragment was also found. This skull <laughs> is currently the subject of scientific scrutiny, and it is unknown whether it's a hoax or not. The 38-year-old man who found the skull is said to have only shared it with a narrow circle of scientists and people with a pronounced interest in the paranormal. Well, I'm, I'm done with that one. Uh, I think it's throw been, me in for that one. That looks creepy as shit. Been carved out of the hip bone of something else. Yeah, and the fact that he's not sharing it with proper scientists is yeah. Well, gives it away. I'm with him. Yeah, he carved that out of the hip bone. Anyway, what's next? The horn skull. It's the last one in the article. Oh fuck me. The notorious horn skull has been document documented over and over, but still no one is sure whether or not it is a hoax. Even in Israel, the specimens are more likely cases of anatomical curiosity than the proof of demons or aliens. The skull was supposedly found in the 1880s in a large burial mound in uh, Sayre. Yeah. The archaeological team who made the discovery was supposedly highly regarded in the field. The following report was made. The skeletons belonged to anatomically normal men with the exception of bony projections located about two inches above the eyebrows. It appeared the skulls had horns. The bones were characterised as giant as they were representative of people over seven feet tall. Scientists estimated the bodies had been buried around 1200 AD. However, these artefacts were stolen and never seen again. There are some photographs, but that hasn't stopped sceptics from calling bullshit. <laughs> well, I like the horned ones. Mm. Massive. Maybe they were. Maybe the demons. Maybe it was aliens. Alien maybe, demons. Maybe it was someone just fucking about by creating. I want to create a mystery, so I'm going to fucking create a fake skeleton with horns that's seven foot tall. And one day people will be really freaked out over this shit. Maybe. You know, people are all up for pranks back in them days, weren't they? Well, let's never, you know, get over the fact of the human sense of humour. That's very true. No, I think it's a demon. Yeah. <laughs> seven foot tall Is that demons. Your scientific yeah. opinion. Fair enough. Seven foot tall horned demons. Yeah. Well, Escape from hell. Well, why not? Maybe so, they drove too far down. Maybe. Should we give our, our final opinions on the elongated skulls? Ben, what are you saying? I'm going to go with, I think they were copying someone. Yeah. Uh, whether that be our anarchy overlords or aliens or whether there was a an alien ruling class back in the day that certainly some members of the higher castes of society were descended from and they had them as genetic and other people copied it. Yeah. Or maybe... You know, it was just a similar status. I think they're copying someone mm. or something. Yeah, I'm with you, Ben. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. They're copying the, the Anunnaki. Over well, I'm not sure about that one, but... Yeah. They're copying yeah, yeah. something. There's, there's got to be a reason for it. It's not just... But then again, 
never just um, like the, the fashions of the time. You know, China, they were they used to bind little girls' feet up because yeah. that was considered attractive. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, this was considered attractive yeah. back then. That's what I'm going with. I'm going with that. The slight possibility of the alien thing, but minuscule. I'll go with aliens. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump on the alien train, obviously, because for the first time it's not just me saying aliens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go, yeah. I'm not, I hate alien abduction stories, but ancient aliens, I can, I'm down for that. I'm really high too. Have you gone for some weird news? Yeah, this, yeah this, can, this, I, just, can I chop my gin up? Chop your gin up if you want. Chop up the gin. So let's finish up with some weird news then. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. What's the uh, what's next? Wow! <laughs> Man trampled to death while trying to hypnotise wild elephant in Sri Lanka. That's no. fantastic. You get what you ask for in life. You do. <laughs> A man has been trampled to death by a wild elephant in Sri Lanka as his distraught family watched on. <laughs> the man jumped out of his car in um, Kata, Katagama near Yatta National Park in a bid to stop the elephant and hypnotise it. Is he making a crocodile the thing? Exactly. Oh, fucking hell, can't hypnotise an elephant. Oh shit, is that a photo of the actual There's room? video of it. Oh fuck. Apparently you can hear his family screaming in the background. Oh. Yeah, they cut it out just as impacts meant to be made. Oh, oh that's disappointing. I don't want to see it. I do. I want, I want no. to see his impact. No, I don't want to see it, man. But his uh, trick... In his family. I do, because he's a fucking moron. He deserves it. Yeah, but I certainly need to see it. I need, it's good enough I know it happened, but I don't want to see it. Well, but anyway. I've got a description of what happens. It's yeah, okay. Tell me uh, His trick spectacularly failed when, he's, when the huge animal turned and ran towards him, knocking, to the gr- knocking him to the ground as he tried to get away. <laughs> The elephant li- then lifts one leg, I'm going to add the word, hopefully casually, mm. uh, and tramples him, crushing him to death on the spot. Mm. The daughter of the man can be heard screaming and crying as soon as the man was trampled by the wild animal. The forest department in Sri Lanka is aware of the man's death and said they are sorry to, for the loss to his family. And their officers are ready to help and support the family at this distressing time. Well, don't fucking try and hit the toes of a wild elephant, you daft prick. This is a Darwin Award. It is, isn't it? Basically. It is a Darwin Award. One stamp for the leg. Dead. Fucking hell. It's a fucking... Nearly a ton, isn't it? Oh, fuck knows, I couldn't tell you. They're they're fucking heavy, you know that much. Yeah, don't don't get stood on by an elephant. (laughs) No. Just imagine it. They used to actually put people to death in India. Just an elephant just jumping out, going up to it and trying to hypnotise it. It's fucking insane. Yeah, well, clearly he's got mental issues. Maybe. He's just a cocky prick. Maybe. Well, the fact that he's got someone to film it suggests he's taught the family into the fact he can do it. Mm. Oh, my uncle taught me this trick when I was a kid. Did you ever actually see him do it? No, but he used to talk about it all the time. Yeah. He can hypnotise elephants. He taught me how to do it. Mm. I can do this. Watch this, love. Watch this, honey. Daddy's going to bring you an elephant. Daddy's going to bring the elephant to the car. Yeah, Daddy, bring me an elephant. Daddy. Smash. Crush. Daddy! Yeah. Oh. Oh, fuck. I hope he wasn't the <laughs> only one that could drive in that car, because otherwise they're <laughs> stuck there. 
That's the least they're concerned, I think, at that point. <laughs> well, no, my concern is that the elephant's going to get angry with the car, for that's where he came from, uh, and start T-Rex and get across the road. <laughs> that's what I'm concerned with. Well, look, well, he deserved it, really, didn't he? Sorry oh, shit, that was what that screaming was we heard earlier when the, when the sound was playing. Do you remember the Not oh. on the one off mic? Yeah, I remember. So earlier, me and Ben... Yeah, video started playing, but we couldn't see it. We could just hear it, and it was screaming. It sounded like Japanese porn, but now I realise it was a family watching their father die. Still did sound kind of similar to a Japanese porn. <laughs> but hey, well, unlucky. Yeah. Stay away from elephants, kids. Yeah, or any wild animal. Yeah. Do not attempt to interact with wild animals. Good rule for life. Yeah, I feed foxes. Yeah, but you're so not you're like you're like feeding them by hand. No, 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 they might get you about... by the jugular. No, no, I don't get a feed taste them. for the flesh. I'd love to have the feed them like that by hand, but I leave the food out for them and then I can see them from the upstairs window. Oh, no. That's nice. That's like my Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go up to a fucking elephant. No, what I wouldn't elephant? go. I made friends with a wild fox one night, sort of. It walked up the road with me. It was very young. And it ran off. Yeah. I've got a video of it on Facebook. I remember seeing it actually. I was singing to it. Yeah. Fox on the run. And it seemed to like my singing and it followed me. <laughs> it was a lovely encounter, Ben. Oh, wow. Yeah. The only thing that could have made it better is if I was naked with like a a fig leaf covering my <laughs> and bits. prancing along yeah. next to it. Yeah. With a flute. In your own mind, you probably were. Yeah, that's how it felt. <laughs> like I was prancing through nature at one with the wildlife. But it wasn't an elephant, that's the difference. That's, that is a massive and if it had run towards me, I would have fucking died screaming into the oncoming well, traffic. It wasn't like, you know, that beast kicked it, couldn't you? It oh no, it. I would have ran and screamed if it yeah. came at me and jumped in front of a car, thus killing myself and ending the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got depressed and the soon pills kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just yeah, a bit funny. Anyway, next news story. <laughs> okay. Woman slammed for disgusting act in supermarket after being caught on camera. The customer was out shopping at Food Works in Collinsville, Queensland, Australia, when she decided to do something inappropriate. Mm. Uh, she dropped her trousers and urinated all over the floor in the shop. Oh, is that all? And footage has been released. <laughs> Uh, the footage shared on Facebook by Foodworks shows her bearing her bottom and relieving herself in the middle of the floor. Foodworks called out the customer in the now deleted post for her behaviour writing, If you need a toilet, just ask. <laughs> Don't pee on the floor of Foodworks, please, they added. I know, she must have been desperate. Maybe she had some kind of bladder condition. Maybe she's some kind of pervert. Maybe she's now, some kind of pervert. Maybe picture. she was marking her territory. Now, judging from the picture, I'm not going to lie, when you started to read the story, in my mind, instantly, she was a horrific scandal. <laughs> I was thinking larger right, lady. Yeah. Just some horrible... Haggard scumbag lady. Oh, them burning lasses that shit in crisp packets. Yeah, well, you know when but you instead, you know when it's you see... hot. It's for she looks pretty hot for all intents and purposes. Can't see the face, but the face is blurred out, obviously. But she's got like a you know a nice sort of body and. But yeah, maybe she was just really desperate. She got, or maybe she's a pervert. I don't know. Maybe yeah, but... she's a sub and her dom is watching from another. Uh... That's a good point. Uh, or she just really needed a pish. 
Something like a piss in the middle of a supermarket. I mean, really some, needed a piss. It does take some balls, doesn't it? She really, really needed a piss. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with the um, the sub dom thing on that. Yeah. I think that's a really good possibility. He's probably filming it. Oh dear. Oh, I don't see that. This isn't the first time someone has been caught going to toilet in an inappropriate location. Is that a man having a shit? Yeah. Oh, lovely. A similar incident occurred at Red Rooster in Townsville, Australia, about a month ago, as the owner of the fast food store asked for help identifying a man pooing outside the shop. Hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> at least he's doing it by some bin. Yeah, he's doing the back, isn't he? He's like he's not doing it in the fucking. But maybe tins he should oil. have gone to the loo yeah. in the in the restaurant. Or maybe he thought, oh, I can't, I can't use the toilet in there because I want me to buy something. I've got no money on me. <laughs> <laughs> some places are like that. Yeah, well, that's why he just went and shut by the bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said, yeah, at least just behind the bin, no one can see. Apart from the perverts watching him on the camera. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't like to be the fucking minimum wage employee who's got to clean up the human oh. shit in what looks like baking hot sun. Yeah. Go and scoop up the man's shit. Australia is, yeah, it's fucking hot. I'm not scooping up the man shit. You are scooping up the man <laughs> shit. Get the bloody shovel. <laughs> in all fairness, guys, in that photo, that ain't solid. I think he just really needs you to go and thought I've got to go in them bins. Looks kind of sloppy as well. We've all been we've all been we've all been caught in that situation before now. Yeah, well, I usually make it to a toilet. Well, so do I, but in this case he couldn't. Well, fair. Why didn't he <coughs> shit in his hat like a gentleman? <laughs> he's, he's, wearing a cow- he's wearing a cowboy hat for the listener. Because then it was sunstroke. So, if he's a real he's in Australia. Two, he's got shit in his hat. He's a shit. Yeah, he's a two gentlemen. He would have sacrificed his hat. Uh, I just, I just, I just saved my hat. <laughs> well, can we stop looking at the picture of the man shit? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that picture for too long. <laughs> I get it. He was desperate. He did a stuffy shit in the sun behind a bin. Freeze frame actually with the, with the sh- shit on the floor. Aren't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, oh. More than I need to see in all fairness. But yet oddly hypnotic. Unrising. <laughs> no. Sleep with yourself there. Next. Uh, Mike Tyson is hosting a cannabis themed music festival on his 420 acre ranch. <laughs> He's going to get you so sewed he can rape you. <laughs> well, he has. Been known to be a bit rapey, hasn't he? <laughs> he has. And a bit bitey. I do not want to get stoned with Mike Tyson as well. I would be on edge. No. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be able to fucking chill already? out. Exactly, he's fucking unhinged. He's one of them people who you know halfway through when you're nice and stoned, he'd be like, yeah, can I show you how hard I can punch? Like, I won't really hurt you, I'll just gently. Yeah. You know, one of them, you're like, no, please don't. And he's just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, stopping really close to your face and freaking the fuck out. And you're like, oh, he's really going to hit me in a minute. And then you just, when he goes to make a cup of tea, you jump out the window. <laughs> or you sort of somehow blurt out accidentally the pigeons are just feathered rats. <laughs> and he uppercuts your face and off. He just punches your face. To death. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to get stoned with yeah, it. Yeah, you're one of those guys that are dead nice and on a, on a dime they can just turn yeah. you. Yeah. Turn your ear off and yeah. rape you. Yeah. <laughs> After punching you I repeatedly. punch you unconscious. So. I mean, I know, I've heard he grows a lot of weed now, that's his thing, isn't it? He's like a, a weed-growing man, because uh, you can do that legally now, can't you, over there? Oh, yeah, fuck, I'm getting places. in a right mess here with my microphone. Yeah, so, so, so what's he uh, doing? So, according to the press release, Kind Music Festival will be a one-day pop-up micro-festival event at the future site of the Tyson Ranch Resort. 
has a 412 acre oh. entertainment complex, luxury glamping resort, and cannabis research and design facility. <laughs> awesome. You know, all of a sudden, I'm quite interested in going. Yeah. yeah if I pass out in a tent and wake up with Mike Tyson next to me, it's a 3.30. <laughs> I think you're making a big jump for the fact that Mike Tyson wants to rape you. <laughs> Of course he would want to me. Well, you're a me. female for a start. Yeah, I'm fucking beautiful. <laughs> I think he may draw the line. <laughs> you don't know how stoned he's going to get. Some people get really horny on some weeds. He might get all super strong, rapey horny. <laughs> oh, I don't want that. Well, Nobody why wants would he that. want you instead of a woman? Because I'm so pretty. Mike, help me out. <laughs> I'm anyway, I don't think my title's gay, I'm trying to say. Anyway, back to the story. I could um, turn Mike Tyson. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to put that thing as the test. I want to see what happens. When you try and side up to Mike Tyson, put your arm around him and gently stroke his cheek. I want to see what happens. He's going to hurt me, isn't he? He is, yeah. <laughs> he is. And I'm going to record it all and put it on YouTube. He's punch me into another universe. <laughs> Yeah, punch my soul out of my body. Punch you so hard <laughs> you will travel through several multiverses. Yeah. Oh, I might end up in a better one. <laughs> no, you'll end up back in this one. Oh. I might not if I never wake up. <laughs> in my coma, I could be living out like a, you know, That's awesome true. life. The last two seasons of Archer. And then you wake me up and I'm like, no, fuck, my legs don't work. He literally broke my spinal column. With a punch. So no, do you admit that you can't turn my toes and put me back in the coma? Just <laughs> all your fault, Ben. <laughs> nope, not at all. You're the one who made the claim. I just got back in. Anyway, what? How the fuck? What the fuck? How, why are we talking about this? Mike Tyson's cannabis-themed music festival. Oh yeah, that I don't want to go to. He's going to transform the desert into a pop-up concert experience complete with food trucks, a chillville, nice. with 100 speciality beanbags, a fun zone featuring massive inflatable rides, obstacle courses and mazes. You don't be doing that when you're stoned. I bet he'll pop That's up. all inflatable, fucking ace. Bouncing off shit. Chillville. I will not be able to go to Chillville at Mike Tyson's <laughs> music festival. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> I don't think he's going to be mixing it with the plebs, to be fair. There'll be a bar area, vendor village, and limited edition hoodies. Well, I want to go. Go for it. How's it going, Ben? <laughs> That's $85. That's not bad. Admission. It's pretty cheap, yeah. One day. VIP, 165 That's still not that bad. That's pretty good. Hey, I'd go. Well, <laughs> that's the news, I guess, yeah, for this yeah. week. <laughs> We got really high again, didn't we? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're full Alex. Full Alex, yeah. so. And Ben was drinking his gin. Just, you know. Don't worry, I haven't had any sleeping tablets. <laughs> Ben's accusing me of being addicted to sleeping tablets. I've taken less than 20. I mean, it's a box. 20. And you take two at a time. Oh, they work. They're from Asda. They're amazing. They must work. Yeah. <laughs> It's when you take them in the morning that you've got a problem because you just <laughs> want to feel stoned. <laughs> Not that they do, just make you feel high and you're asleep. If you take them and try and stay awake deliberately, yeah, you're going to feel all kinds of like, whoa. I might try that myself then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to sit home, kid. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, let's play our favourite game yes. show. Never go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene?
Don't you know I'm local? In this game, uh, Mike will find us a couple of clips of random weirdos he finds on the net, and they'll pit them against uh, one of our saints of the show, Saint Alex Jones, in a uh, a battle royale of insanity. <laughs> so remember, though, it's all right to go a little bit, Alex, and maybe even half Alex. We should never go full Alex. Ever. Ever. So uh, who we got tonight, Mike? First up, we got Josh Bernstein. Or Bernstein. Bernstein. Once Democrats charge with treason for refusing to fund Trump's border war. Okay, and this guy is a politician, yeah? I don't know if he's a politician, I think he's just a Internet. political commentator. Oh, right. Uh, Shall we say? Okay. Our border is open like a sieve. They could care less. And this goes to show and goes to prove that it is purely political. This has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that these scumbags, and that's what I'll call them, that will not fund our southern border, it's all about giving Trump his victory. That's what this is. Prevent President Trump from getting his victory any means possible. These people are lower than pond scum. They are in uh, violation of their oath of office. They should be arrested and charged for treason for not doing and upholding the Constitution and supporting the Constitution and the right to protect the citizens of the United States. The President is the only one willing to stick his neck out there and work hard on trying to get this done. And you know what? I hope he gives the middle finger to Congress and tells them to go jump off a bridge and declares a state of emergency and funds this damn wall once and for all. The problem I have with walls is that for as long as we've had walls, someone's always figured out a way to get through them. Of course. Bullshit. Yeah, Do you know, since 1975, how many terrorists have entered the US? Um, the guys in 9 11? Illegally. Oh, illegally? Yeah, since 1970. Not including 9-11, I think. Seven. Exactly seven. Oh! Since 1975, how many have come through the southern border? None. None, exactly. They all came through Canada or seaports. <laughs> and they were all foiled before they did any damage. So they're all about this national security of the southern border against terrorists. No terrorist since 1975 has come over the border from Mexico. It's just a voting point. It's just, a, it? it's just a complete political. Yeah, but earlier this week he said that Mexico. He said that he'd never said Mexico were going to pay for the wall. He said that. He he said, I never said that. I never said that Mexico were going to pay for it. Like, well, you did. We said that a lot. Well, we all know. He's well, living he's his own shit. fucking fantasy, isn't he? Yeah. I think he's had an undiagnosed stroke. I really do. He's a, he doesn't have to tell the truth. He lives in a post-truth. Yeah. Apocalypse. He could just say what he wants. It doesn't true. affect his fucking position. So, should we go on to the next? Yeah, because I just think he's, he's a bit of, I think he's a bit of a twat rather than insane. He's a knob. Because none of these things he's saying are realistic. So That's he's it. just a waste of hot air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You also get the feeling that being such a staunch Republican, he always wears a red T-shirt about the occasion. <laughs> it's like, time to jump off a bridge, arrest him. Yeah. Right? It's not going to happen. What they're doing the job? Realistic. 
the Congress is there, do you know what I mean, to to vote on these things? Yeah. And the fact that you're saying it's a national emergency, <laughs> isn't a national emergency. In fact, migration from the southern border has declined. Yeah. In recent years, it isn't going up, it's actually going down, so it's all bullshit. Is that because well, the American economy is not doing so well? I don't know. Maybe it's because there's less turmoil in some of the countries down there. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. The Coke's better in Mexico. Well, there are still Coca-Cola. problems <laughs> in Venezuela and um, El Salvador. The Americans are still propping up El Salvador. right-wing right. governments and attacking left-wing governments, aren't they? Yes. CIA's still got their fingers in some pies down there. Absolutely. Yes, they have. So let's see who's next in the in the battle of insanity. Oh, it's Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Lee Peterson mm. says a child conceived in rape should be raised by the rapist. Oh fuck! Yeah, no. So anyway, about about my my lady, I was wondering, and I know what you say about this having children and everything, but she has a child from rape. From who? And from rape, being raped. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the child is eight. We've been together since she was three. And I was wondering, I mean, I, we got together when I was fallen, you know what I mean, in that fallen state. Right. And I was wondering if it's right for me to, if I do everything the right way and show her the right way to live without anger and all that other, you know, mess, would it be okay to marry her even though she has a child? Absolutely no. No? No. I knew it. I need to say that. No, do not marry a woman, and a woman should not marry a man who already have children. It's bad enough on kids when they don't have both parents. It's worse when a, a so-called step-parent steps in, and uh, because the soul of that child, whether male or female, the soul yearns for the father, not a stepfather or a stepmother. They want their natural father and natural mother, and especially their natural father. And so, if this woman is a decent woman at all, she was sacrificed for her child, not for herself, but for her child. And you're going to be in the way, and you did it in the father's state, but at least you're waking up before you got married to her and just helped to destroy that child. So no, don't do it. Seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and God will add a woman unto you, the right woman. This is not the right woman for you. Amazing. <laughs> that's heartbreaking but that is amazing yeah and you you yeah. you're going to be so grateful later as you move through life that you're finally doing the right thing you're living you have faith and you are a son of God you're what you say and you live that way you will not regret this but if you marry her you will regret it yeah I understand um wow that's amazing well and then <laughs> so what? What I, I did have another question for you though. Okay. What, what what should I instruct or even suggest to the daughter? It's a, she's a girl. She's eight years old. She calls me dad here and there, but it's like I don't. I know that I'm not her biological father. Like I want to be her father, but I'm I'm never going to be. You know what I mean? Right. But what what would you what would I instruct? Say if you know. Let, I let her know. Let her know. Our own separate. Let her know that you're not her father and that you apologize for getting involved with her mother, and that for her not to be angry and to love her father, her real father, oh. and don't believe anything that anyone has to say about him until, so that she can love her father as you grow up a peaceful young lady, as you have a good life. And you walk away from that. 
Troll call because if not, that guy just broke up a fucking family. I think it was genuine. I honestly, why the fuck are you ringing this? Piece <laughs> he's not gonna listen. He can't. He must already be in so much shit if he's ringing this yeah. fucking jackass for advice. I, if he, he sees him as a wise person who to ask such a deep question to, should I stay with them or not? No, tell her she's a rape baby and she should respect him. And don't believe anything anyone says about it. I should him. love her father. Love him. Love the rapist. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry I was involved with your mum and tried to, you know, make it go, give you a decent life. Sorry about that, because God wouldn't like that. He seems, to, he, he seems to think he was trying to and raise her properly for five years. Yeah. Fucking hell. Can you believe just, just walk it? Just away from that. Just go, walk away from that. Oh, this guy's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> He's off his tree every time we see him. <laughs> And he talks like a fucking Riri. I genuinely think it's between him and Pat for fucking chief fucking prick. He's a fucking knob jockey of the highest order. He certainly is. Let's see what Alex is saying. He's in the lead at the moment. Okay, next up, Alex Jones creeps out. Even Alex, Gavin McGuinness. I have no idea who that is. Proud boy. Oh, he's got a cowboy hat on. That might explain everything. God damn them to hell, you bastards! You blew it all up. God damn you! He's not taking Lord's name in vain. He's saying, God damn them! God damn them! God damn them! God fucking damn them to hell! You seem upset. I'm freaking pissed, man. You know they're giving kids vaccines everywhere to eat their freaking cerebral cortex. Well, I'm not really familiar with vaccines. They should complain about the children being asked with. God, ugh, ugh, not me showing you. You think I like seeing this crap? You think it doesn't piss me off? Let me tell you, I'm ready to kill people. I'm sick of this. Uh, not literally. The point is, I'm getting sick of this crap. <laughs> That's one attitude. Another attitude is... Give all our kids some child molesters, goddammit. Excuse me. You know, I'm not taking Lord's name in vain. I want these people damned to hell. That was uncomfortable. (laughs) It's so fake as well. That's what makes it uncomfortable. You're like, wow, he's really going for it this time. So that, oh, damn them! So that chap who sat with him, I'm aware of the Pro Boys, they're some sort of alt-right yeah. neo-Nazi. Mm, no, no, are we talking Nazis. that far or they're how far we go no, on the right no, scale? No, 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 no. They're just far right. I don't, just, I don't know much about them, to be fair. They're just a bit alt-righty, I think. It's a bit alt And he's really bought him on. They're white. I can see where Alex <laughs> is going with this. He's brought him on thinking... I'm gonna fucking go against like all this vaccination because you never talked about this. vaccinations and all and cerebral ch- eating c- children's cerebral cortex and he's gonna and he's gonna sit there and go yeah you're right Alex you are you're absolutely fucking right and that guy's when you sat there thinking but I know vaccines work I may be a bit alt right that doesn't make right. me a complete fucking yeah tumble. I'm not a fucking conspiracy lunatic yeah just... I, I just don't like brown people yeah, I'm... I'm quite behind vaccines they stop polio well I think oh, god damn it I think. I always feel sorry for him. I think the second guy's still got it because I think Alex is just doing a bit of a fake rage to try and get her. I'm going to go viral with this one. <laughs> God damn them! 
Yeah, I think the second guy's going. He's going with Jesse Lee. Yeah, he yeah. just told a, a dude to walk away from his family. <laughs> it's five year, five year relationship. Real he was going to marry her, yeah. raise her daughters his own. Tell her a rapey dad. He would have been my choice. Yeah, I've got to go number two this week. Jesse, what's his name? Jesse Lee Peterson. It's, yeah, definitely really close to him and Pat for fucking king of the fucktards, isn't it? Jesse Lee prick, prickerson. Fuck me. Yeah, fuck him. God, I'd love to fucking speak to him. Brain him with a sauce, but yeah, well, that's gonna happen at the end of the conversation. He might wake up talking normally. Oh, suddenly I can enunciate. That was what Stop we, a cunt, though, I'd still, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter how much I, I I ranted at him and tried to get him to stop being a cunt. I still end up punching him at the end of it, yeah. and that's really why I want to meet him in person. He's an absolute cunt. So the Anunnaki are our overlords. In conclusion, um, <laughs> for once we're all going for aliens. Uh, Yay! <laughs> Alex is a loon as always, but that Jesse Lee Peterson's a fucking dangerous prick. Anyway. Ben, do you want to wrap it up, sir? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Ben, and uh, don't drink the flavour aid, and don't join a court, but recommend gin. <laughs> uh, I've been Gaz. Check out my comic book on Amazon's. What's it called? Space Force Intergalactic Fascists. Uh, have a look at that. Free Biff Tannen. Thanks for listening. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Good night. <laughs>